Great news. Side Retired is now partnered with SeatGeek. For all ticketing needs, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code SIDERETIREDPOD in all capitals for $20 off your first order. We've got you covered from all things ranging from sporting events to concerts, including the NFL and NHL. Yes, this means we're officially taking you out to the ballgame. And now for today's edition of Side Retired Podcast. Well, Jack, it felt a little weird doing an ad read for the first time, not mentioning baseball, because technically there are no more baseball games that we can send you guys off to. But there still are plenty of other options that you can use the SeatGeek promo code SIDERETIREDPOD in all capitals to get $20 off your first order on. But today, of course, that means the offseason has officially started. And what do we do when that happens? Free agency predictions. Jack, how are you doing today? Fantastic. I think, you know, it's time we actually enter. Players could technically be signing and leaving the teams we associate them with. So it's you know time to get on with it. And I know it's going to be a fun three months, probably quiet on the Western front to begin and then going to be really hectic come December, January. So a lot to look forward to. And so free agency officially started last night, 5 p.m. on Thursday. When you're listening to this on Friday, in theory, one of the players we're about to talk about has been signed. So if they have our apologies, but an odds are, as Jack is mentioning, there is no lockout this offseason, thank God. So players will probably be taking their time and signing probably around, if we had to guess, December, January time. So hopefully nothing happens in the first 24 hours before this is released, other than the fact that Edwin Diaz, the best closer in baseball, has signed back with the New York Mets five years, $102 million. We will get into that when we do our Mets and Yankees offseason hopefuls and wishes at some point next season how this is going to work is it's dylan and jack as always we're also going to be joined by harry kilman and david halpert two behind the scenes guys here at side retired we're going to be giving each of us our predictions for the 10 best free agents and then have a little bit of a draft in that we will each be picking other individual players that are free agents and we'll be saying what team we think they're going to go to and then at the end of the offseason we will come back and see who ended up being the most correct so we're going to go with the top 10 players at first Jack, you'll go first, Harry, then David, then I will go with each of the players. They'll give where they're going, as well as a quick, maybe 10-second explanation as to why. Jack, the marquee free agent, Jacob deGrom, where is he going? Jacob deGrom, I have in another break, uh, similar to their 2020 move, going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. They have a significant amount of money coming off their payroll and a huge need for pitching with Walker Bueller spending the remainder of next season on the, the with Tommy John on the IL. So I think they're going to go after the best guy, shock the world, spend more money than anyone. He's going to be a Dodger. Harry, where's Jacob DeGrom going? I'm going to be boring, but I think he's going to stay with the Mets. I think, you know, just Steve Cohen's going to really just spend the money. You know, the Mets really have a priority over him, unlike any other team. So he's going to stay in Queens. David, where's Jacob DeGrom going? I think he's also staying with the Mets. He's their ace. And I think the Mets want to re-sign him badly, and he's going to stay. There is no world where Steve Cohen gets outbid for Jacob deGrom. I know there's this rumor that Jacob deGrom doesn't want to be in New York. I don't believe it. I think, yes, even though the Texas Rangers might offer some crazy deal, Steve Cohen, a diehard Mets fan growing up, lived through the Tom Seaver experience when he left New York and all the criticism that faced. There's no way Steve Cohen lets our Tom Seaver leave the New York Mets. Jack, your boy Aaron Judge. 
Staying with the Yankees, going to be named captain. Never been done before in franchise history. Have they let a player of his magnitude nor marketability leave? He's going to be a Yankee for the next seven to eight years. And then Harry, Yankee yeah. captain. Oh, he's, he's doubling down on the stupid captain thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, where's he going? Judge is going to be a Yankee. I mean, the Yankees are notorious for spending their, this kind of money on marquee free agents. So, David. Um, I have him actually going to the Padres. I want him to sign him with the Yankees, but n- realizing that the, the the Padres can make room and add a all-star like Judge to their already all-star team in the outfield, Soto and Machado, I think that's a good spot for him. Well, Jack had it right that the Yank- that the Dodgers have a lot of money coming off the books. He said another New York star is going to be going to the Dodgers I like Karma Jack, so I'm going to say that Aaron Judge is the Los Angeles Dodgers starting center fielder going along in an outfield with Mookie Betts. Trey Turner, former Los Angeles Dodger. Where is he going? Uh, I said the Phillies just because Dombrowski is being claimed by several people. I think he's going to get more spending room after a historic, you know, a Cinderella run to make the World Series, and they have a need at shortstop. Harry. I'm going to say the Cubs. They're spending a little bit more money than you'd normally think of a team thought to be rebuilding. And I think Trey Turner is a guy that can really catalyze uh, that rebuild and turn them into legitimate contenders in a few years from now. David. I think Trey Turner will go to the Mariners and they'll get rid of J.P. Crawford and become their best shortstop or infielder. You know, I think that would be a good fit for the infield. I like it. I will say that Gunnar Henderson is going to adopt well to playing second base because the Baltimore Orioles are ready to make their splash and they get Trey Turner. The other top shortstop on the market, Carlos Correa. I said he goes back to the Twins just because no one expected that last year. Seems like he likes it there. And similarly to last year, there's a surplus of big name shortstops and not enough teams wanting to pay them. I think the Twins will uh, pay him the same AAV he had over an extended contract. So I think he stays in Minnesota. Harry. I'm going to say the Orioles for a similar reason why you pegged Turner to go there. I think this is finally one of the better teams that they've had in recent memory, and they're going to kind of reward them by making somewhat of a splash move. David. I think Correa will actually go to the Angels because I think the Angels will waste their money, try to get two of the big names out there to try to finally end their drought, but you never know. So I think same reason that Jack mentioned Trey Turner to the Phillies. And I think what we're starting to realize with these interchangeable shortstops, they, it's going to be their teams that want shortstops. Notice how we haven't mentioned the Yankees yet. Um, but it could go either way. Turner goes to somewhere. Correa goes to the other. I'll say Correa goes to the Phillies just because I had uh, Trey Turner going to the Orioles. The third big shortstop, Xander Bogarts, Jack. As you mentioned, this, these teams are kind of interchangeable. I said the Orioles. I think Xander stays in the AL East. And there's going to be... The orders are going to take them away. They need offense. I think they're going to be able to get some pitching at a cheaper at a discount because of that far left field defense. So they're going to invest their assets into a shortstop they're very familiar with and one who's played well at their ballpark before. All right. A nuclear offensive shortstop who can't play defense at all. He sounds like a perfect fit for the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> David. I think Bogarts, Bogarts will actually go to the Dodgers to replace Tate, Trey Turner. Alrighty, I'm going to say, and this doesn't make complete sense on paper, St. Louis Cardinals go out and get Xander Bogarts. I know they have Tommy Edmond, but Edmond is a really solid guy that can move around the diamond, maybe be their second baseman, maybe play some outfield. Xander Bogarts to the St. Louis Cardinals. 
Brandon Nimmo. I said he stays with the Mets just because I think there's going to be several teams, the Dodgers, Yankees interested, but the Mets have more at stake. They have the capital to invest. And I think it's just a safer bet. While I could see him leaving, I think if you ask me to you know, put my money where my mouth is, I would say he's going to be a New York Met next year. Harry. Maybe I've bought too much into Dylan's propaganda, but I think that Nimmo, as well as a lot of the other Mets key free agents, are going to stay. David. I actually have Nimmo going to the Giants because I think they need an extra outfield debt. I don't know if Nemo will truly stay in New York, so I think he could go to San Francisco and help the Giants out. This one's going to hurt. This one's going to hurt a lot because I think Brandon Nemo is a Philadelphia Philly. And I think Brandon Marsh was solid this playoffs. However, the Phillies have done this in the past. They acquired Lenny Dykstra from the Mets. I think Brandon Nimmo actually makes a ton of sense to become the Phillies' leadoff hitter as their starting center fielder. The only question is, does Steve Cohen, as soon as he hears Brandon Nimmo is about to sign with the Phillies, say, screw it, I'm going to up my bid by $20 million. So that could happen, but I'll say the Phillies are big players in the Brandon Nimmo stakes. Justin Verlander. I had DeGrom leaving, so I think they replaced that in a similar move to Max Scherzer signing last year. I think Justin Verlander is going to be a Met. I think they don't really evaluate the depreciation appreciation and a player's quality that comes with age, given how much money they just shelled out for Scherzer last year. I think he's going to be a very good fitting uh, fit coming off his Cy Young campaign and one that the Mets are going to need guys who can fill innings after, you know, their entire pitching staff besides Scherzer is up for free agency. So Justin Verlander to the New York Mets. Harry. I'm going to say, say he signs, resigns with the Astros. I mean, we saw how bullish the team is on him uh, with his last contract coming off that Tommy John surgery. I think that he loves it there, and they really, really love him, maybe more than they probably should. And so I'm going to stay. He resigns with the Astros. David? I think he's going to stay in that division, but I don't think he's going to get a contract on the Astros. I think he's going to get only a one-year contract with the Angels because they need pitching, and they could fix what mistakes they did last year. And if they sign Scherzer or, I mean, Verlander to that one-year deal, and he accepts it, he can become an extra ace on that roster. I think if the Mets lose Brandon Nimmo, they're going to go all in on investing in their starting pitching. A one, two, three of DeGrom, Scherzer, and Verlander is honestly very appealing as a Mets fan. I'll say Justin Verlander as well to New York, but not even including that Jacob DeGrom is leaving. The other big free agent starting pitcher, Carlos Rodon, Jack. I like what David said about the Angels before with, I think it was DeGrom or whatever, but they're going to need to invest in their pitching. They have an ace in Shohei Otani, a top five pitcher in MLB. Adding Rodon would really make that rotation more lethal. And they, you know, hopefully they can get Trout and Otani healthy, which can be, you know, some offense given the other uh, seven holes they have in the lineup. But I would say, you know, Rodon to the Angels makes sense. They missed out on Garrett Cole. They're not going to want to, they're going to invest in a guy. There's so much good pitching available that they might be able to get him at a cheaper rate than normal, but certainly fantastic move for them as they try to recover from a season where they looked like they could be in the ALCS to falling into last place. Harry. I think the Cardinals will finally realize that it's elite pitching that will really get you over that hump. Uh, so I think that they're going to go out and spend on one of the best guys on the market. David. Um, I mentioned that Verlander, I predict, will sign with the Angels. I think Rodon will go to the Yankees to give them an extra rotational age. Ace. 
I will say, shoot, I was going to go with Rodon to the Yankees because I didn't have them signing Judge. But I think instead he'll go to the Toronto Blue Jays. They're going to continue to add on with starting pitching. They got Kevin Gosman last offseason. Alec Manoa is a top, I think he finished in the Cy Young uh, finalist, which means that he's a top three in theory pitcher in the American League. Probably not. But I think the Blue Jays, whose offense is already stacked, they're just going to continue adding on with the starting pitching. Dansby Swanson, Jack. I said he goes to the Red Sox. I think he could fit well there. Um, it seems like if I had uh, the Orioles signing Bogarts, they certainly will try to make some kind of addressing need at shortstop, even though they do have Trevor Story. I think Story is a long-term second baseman, just given his injury history not have, coming off a not-so-stellar year. They're going to have to spend some areas. Certainly, you think they're going to acquire some pitching, but I think Dansby's going to be the guy who they look to fill in that hole for Bogarts leaving. Harry. I would say the Braves, but it doesn't necessarily think that they've engaged in contract negotiations with him as well as they really have a lot of young talent coming up. So for that reason, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Dodgers, although this is probably the least confident in any move that I am. David. Either, either way, I still think Swanson will stay with the Braves, even if it has to be a short year term, because he helped them to one World Series last year. Not this past season, but the year before. And he could be a help for the young guys coming up. I think Harry's point is interesting that the Braves, whenever they've identified a young guy, they tend to extend him, whether that was Michael Harris, Vaughn Grisham, anyone in between like that. I think the Braves not having signed something with Dansby Swanson already makes you think that something's up and that they trust Grisham to be the starting shortstop going forward. I don't believe Grisham has signed an extension yet, but he also came up this season. So he still has six more years of team control anyways at league minimum. I will then say that Dancy Swanson is going to the Colorado Rockies just because they did this with Chris Bryant last year. The Rockies tend to be a really weird team when it comes to free agency, and it would be remiss if we didn't mention them with at least one of these free agents. The last guy that we will all give predictions on before we go into individual players is Clayton Kershaw. It's probably just a matter of is he going home to Texas or is he staying in L.A. Jack? I should say in L.A., the Dodgers have the money. They need pitching. He had a, a good year, so he had a good year this past year. They, they have the need and the money. Clark Kershaw seems to like it there. I think he's going to value the Dodgers as a contending team over with top, having a farewell season in Texas on a, uh, a team that's rebuilding. So he's going to remain a Los Angeles Dodger. Harry. I think the year for him to have left uh, to go to Texas was last year. I think just now he's just a Dodger for life. David. Same here. I think he's going to the Dodgers again because that's where he started and that's where he'll finish. I will echo the same thing. Dodgers, not much for more conversation needed. We're now going to go into, we will each give a prediction for a particular player. This is where we're going to determine who's actually the best and the worst at these predictions. Things kind of like a drafting of free agents, if you would call it that, that I will say a player. And then the other three guys are not going to be allowed to give a prediction on that guy. This is how we're going to cover as many free agents as possible over the next 10 minutes. I will kick us off by saying that Wilson Contreras is going to be signing with the Minnesota Twins. They tried the Gary Sanchez experiment for a season. It didn't work that well. I think they secure having a star catcher in Wilson Contreras. Jack, you're up next. I'll go first. I guess I'll play this kind of strategically with one I don't think people, you know, one that I think it will be more coveted. I'll start with Jose Abreu. I think he's going to be a Red Sox. They have a need at first base. I think they need more offense. They're going to be, hopefully, they have to spend this year, as Jared Carabas continues to mention. I think he would be a great fit. He's a guy, I think, 
underappreciated. I think he's the best first baseman available, even counting Anthony Rizzo. I think that'd be a huge move for them. They have a big offseason ahead of them. So we'll see what goes down, but I'm going to take Jose Abreu to the Red Sox. Harry. I'm going to go with a name that many baseball casuals probably don't know, and that's Kodai Senga, uh, this year's top Japanese free agent. Last year it was Sai Suzuki. And I think that he's going to follow Suzuki's footsteps and similarly sign with the Chicago Cubs. David. Speaking of the Cubs, Rizzo is a free agent. And I think because of the season he has last year and the Cubs are willing to spend a little bit, I think Anthony Rizzo will go back to the team that he won the World Series with in 2016, the Cubs. I think we have a fun guest who was on the podcast earlier this year, Matt Mervis, who is ready to rake as the Cubs' first baseman. If you have not checked that episode out yet, definitely make sure to do so. I will double down and say that the Mets are going to add on to pitching if they don't give Verlander or DeGrom a name that's pretty interesting that's out there. Yankee fans know this guy well. Nathan Evaldi is going to be a New York Met. I like that pick, Dylan. He was on my board for that exact same team. I'll go next. Former Met, Michael Conforto. I think he's going to sign with the Chicago White Sox. Need for the outfield. AJ Pollock just opted out. I think that's their move going in. Harry. I'm going to say that Christian Vasquez signs with the Cardinals. I think they actually just kind of need a shortstop and they, they, they need a catcher rather, and they can't just rely on Yadier Molina's corpsing body to, to fill that need anymore. David. Uh, he was a Yankee this year, and I think he's actually going to the Guardians this year. I say uh, Jamison Tyon will help the Guardians out by signing with them to be a rotational depth. I like it. I'm going to say, I know re-signings can be pretty boring, but I'm going to say Martin Perez. It makes all too much sense that he remains with the Texas Rangers, maybe on a two, three-year contract in that situation. I'm going to say, take another re-signing. Chris Bassett is going to remain a New York man. Interesting. Harry. I'm going to go with a bit of a homer pick, but I think Johnny Cueto is finally going to re-sign with the Reds. That They're in a very desperate need to make a move that the fans will actually like to get people to come to the games. And what better way to nurture your young pitchers than by bringing a guy who everybody already knows. David. I think Trey Mancini will return to the Orioles to fill out their hitting depth, maybe even play first base or maybe outfield for them. And he was a part of the Astros last year. I think it's time for him to go back to the Orioles to help them get to the postseason. Shout out to friend of the pod, Vicky Lugo. Seth Lugo is not going anywhere. The New York Mets will be signing their top or their second best reliever from last season to return as the setup man to Edwin Diaz. Seth Lugo re-signing with the New York Mets. You notice I'm going with these safe picks. Maybe not as exciting. I'll get a couple more exciting ones later on. But Seth Lugo coming back home to the Mets. Jack. I'm going to go with a bit of a, a refurbishing project. I think they're going to get him really cheap. The World Series champion uh, Houston Astros are going to be re-signing, or not re-signing, signing Joey Gallo in a return to Texas for him. He's a bit of a recovery, uh, a work in progress. He has the power tools, the plate discipline, and the gold glove. So he has the tools. I think the Astros can harness them and make have him return to all-star form. Harry. I'm going to say Craig Kimbrell finally decides to stop prioritizing wins and just kind of go where whoever's going to pay him the most. I think he's going to go with the Arizona Diamondbacks and his career is just kind of going to kind of fizzle out from here. <laughs> David. I, J.D. Martinez is a free agent, and I think he would go to the Phillies because they could use an extra hitting 
piece, and I think he's going to be perfect for them. The Philadelphia Phillies continue to double down on guys that cannot field to save their lives. I love that, David. I'm going to say Corey Kluber. Very simple. Seems like a Cubs guy. Doesn't throw that hard. Fits in with the Stroman, Kyle Hendricks, Justin Steele. They're more pitch-to-contact type of guys with a good fielding team with Nico Horner up the middle. Corey Kluber going to the Chicago Cubs makes a ton of sense. They, uh, they re-signed Diaz, as Dylan mentioned, but I think the rest of their pen is a work in, uh, work in question. So I'm going to say the New York Mets sign Chad Green on a one-year deal. Is he healthy, by the way, this year? Is he still... Yeah, he got Tommy John, like, last April or May, so he should be here, still here for the majority of the season. Okay. All right. I'm going to say the Mariners go a little bit under the radar for... Uh, a utility man that was a little uh, highly coveted during the first half of the season for the Cincinnati Reds, but I think they're going to spend a little bit on Brandon Jury. I love Brandon Jury. David? I'm going to say that Michael Brantley will sign as an extra hitting depth for the Cleveland Guardians. I like it. I'm going to go with the guy that has not been mentioned yet, Kenley Jansen, sort of on the same wavelength as Harry and that he's just going to go to a team that needs a closer. Kenley Jansen is now going to be closing ballgames for the Miami Marlins. I'm going to say in a move that reunites two player and team not heavily associated together, uh, Andrew Heaney going to be re-signing to join the New York Yankees after his one-year season with the Dodgers. Harry? I think Sean Manaya is going to go to the Angels. You know, They're just going to spend a little bit of money on a, bitter, on a bit of a bigger name who's kind of fallen up a little bit off uh, i like it why not david they said nelson cruz is still a free agent i think he's going to come back for one more season and he's going to sign a one-year deal with the mariners help them to a postseason and maybe a world series contender i'm surprised that nobody has taken this guy off the board yet because i had him pretty high and that is coming off of a world series appearance and the mets are going to need starting pitching oh, and he has experience dealing with new york Noah Syndergaard, the prodigal son, is going to be coming home to the New York Mets. As I'm thinking, they're going to lose Bassett, Taiwan Walker, and probably Carlos Carrasco unless they extend Carrasco this $14 million option, which is due technically by the time this episode comes out. So you'll know whether the Mets are re-signing Carlos Carrasco or not. But I'm going to hedge my Nathan Evaldi bet by saying if Evaldi doesn't come, Noah Syndergaard is going to come back to the New York Mets. Jack? Bit of a, a wacky one. I'm going to take... Uh... JD Martinez. Uh David. Already. Already taken, right? Yeah, I was already taken. Okay. So then I'll uh, I'll pivot uh quickly. Jock Peterson. Oh no, not Jack Peterson. I'll do Justin Turner. He's having a reunion with the New York Mets. Justin Turner to the Mets is my pick. I like it. Harry. I'm gonna I'm gonna let my Reds bias seep in a little bit. This is never gonna happen in a million years, but you know, we're coming down to some of the more unknown free agents. <laughs> uh so I'm gonna say that the Reds hopefully sign Mitch Hanniger. And uh, finally, uh, grow a brain. David. Speaking of the Mariners, I think they'll add a little more outfield depth. And in veteran-wise, I think they'll sign Andrew McCutcheon. He's has experience playing center field. He can be an extra back bench piece and a good hitter in the lineup. I was just about to say Andrew McCutcheon's going back to Pittsburgh and have the greatest reunion possible. Instead, I will go with another reunion. Tyler Anderson, now with the Los Angeles Dodgers, is going to remain with them. It might even be on a qualifying offer, which is $19.7 million this season, but Tyler Anderson will be staying with the L.A. Dodgers. 
Jack. Uh oh, I think Jack froze. Harry, why don't you go? We're running out of names here. I'm going to say <laughs> David Peralta sides with the Rangers because why not at this point? All right. Harry or Jack, are you back with us or are you still for Rosa? Um, can you hear me now? Yes. All right, Jack. Okay. So I'm going to take Harry Tukashenga already. I'm going to take Yoshida. He's the second Japanese player. He's an outfielder. Said to have about 70 grade power tool, 200 WRC plus in the uh, NPV. So he's my pick. I'm going to say the New York Yankees fill in their outfield need by going abroad to, to pick over a, a Japanese star that they normally coveted with Masahiro Tanaka and Hideki Matsumi. All right, David. Speaking of the Yankees, I think Ben Attende will come back to the Yankees. He looked pretty good when he was not injured, so I think he could be an extra help. All right, now we're getting to the positions where there's a bunch of fringe guys, and this is really where you're going to make your money if you're going to be able to get these guys correct. I will all of a sudden share this Google Doc with the guys who are on the Zoom call right now that has a list of around 300 free agents. If you go to the free agents tab, if you're starting to run out of free agent, this is also available on the Side Retired website, SideRetiredPod.com. You can go and see our roster resource that has all of these different players available. Am I stalling right now that the guys can think of a couple other players and predictions? Absolutely, I am. But now that I think they've had enough time to get ready and they should be all good to go, I will say that Gene Segura currently with the Philadelphia Phillies is going to sign with the LA Dodgers. I didn't have them getting one of the big shortstops. So I'm going to say that Gavin Lux can move over to shortstop and Gene Segura can become their everyday second baseman. Gene Segura winning player, Los Angeles Dodgers winning organization. Jack. I'm going to take Adam Adovino, who is a reliever for the Mets this past year. I think he's going to stay within his division, go to the Phillies, Philadelphia Phillies who need, bullpen arms they saw that come this playoffs it was a need they have and their pen is not very deep so he was he had a good year for the Mets they is a need and I think that's where he's going to sign Harry I'm going to sign Mike uh I'm going to uh peg Mike Clevenger to the Mets they are not the Mets to the Angels um they signed weird guys and they signed washed pitchers so it's a perfect fit David um uh, he came up out of nowhere and did well with the Yankees before his injury. I think Matt Carpenter will get a good contract, but he's going to go to the Padres and help their hitting out even more. Seems like you're thinking the Padres are going to be the Yankees 2.0 with Judge and now Matt Carpenter going over there. The team that the Yankees cannot beat is the Houston Astros. One of the players they absolutely love on that team, maybe even love a little bit more than they should, is Martin Maldonado. I can't think of a possible situation where Martin Maldonado does not return to the Houston Astros, even though there are better catchers out there. He seems to be their guy, even though they acquired Christian Vasquez at the trade deadline. They still had Maldonado starting the most of their games. The pitching staff loves him. Maldonado remains with the Houston Astros. Jack. I'm going to take a as well, but a, uh, a different player, a Rawlis Chapman, and his 80-graded stuff is going to be a second ex-Yankee referred to purposing project. The Astros have the means where it would be a supplemental piece, and I think they have the pitching development that they can have him return to his form. All right, Harry. Continuing on this Astros trend, I think that the, the Astros are going to re-sign Yuli Gurriel. Um, because why not? David. I think a future Hall of Fame pitcher, Zach Granke, 
will try one year in Detroit, and if it doesn't go well for him, he's going to retire after the next year. I like it. I just realized that Yuli Gurriel and Trey Mancini are both free agents, which means that the Houston Astros are going to need a first baseman. This is a perfect landing spot for Josh Bell, the power-hitting, switch-hitting first baseman. Josh Bell will be signed by the Houston Astros. Thank you for the assist, Harry. Um, I'm going to go with David Robertson. Uh, I think he's going to go to the Braves and he, they, you know, picked up the trend of paying, getting some relievers. I think they are one of the best run organizations and they don't really have a ton of needs right now, but I think he's someone who they could use and a one-year deal had a good year with the Cubs and the Phillies. So that's, uh, I think it's a good fit overall. I will also quickly jump in and say shout out. The Atlanta Braves did make the first trade of the offseason. Jake Odorizzi was traded from the Atlanta Braves to the Texas Rangers in exchange for former Braves prospect Colby Allard. Definitely fun to see the hot stove getting started. I just figured I'd throw that in there since we just mentioned the Atlanta Braves and all that fun stuff. Harry. Uh, I'm really running out of names here. So for that reason, I'm going to say Frank Schwindel resigns with the Iowa Cubs. Friend of the pod, Frank Schwindel. Um, I'm going to say that Miguel Sano, who's a free agent, I think he's going to go to the Red Sox. Maybe he won't be the third baseman because they have Devers as of right now, and he could be the first baseman. I think that's a good duo, third base, first base, defensively and offensively. The Mets are the type of team that continues to need to revamp their bullpen, as we've said on this episode a couple of times. I think Taylor Rogers is going to sign with the New York Mets. He's going to be their left-handed specialist out of the pen. Lots of fun there. Jack is complaining about how many rounds. How many more rounds do you want to do, Jack? Want to do one more after this one? Because I have one more still. Yeah. All right. One more after this one. Jack, you now have two picks left. Go for it. I'm going to say Gary Sanchez. I think he goes to the Cubs to fill in for Wilson Contreras, who's going to be leaving in free agency. Harry. Uh, I'm going to say that Dustin Knight signs with the Houston Astros, um, just kind of bolstering that uh, bullpen. All right, David. Did we mention Craig Kimbrough yet? Yes. Yes. Um, did we uh, – we didn't mention A.J. Pollock yet, right? We did not. That is correct. I think Pollock will go to the Chicago White Sox to help with their outfield depth. I think – he was there a couple of years ago. I don't know if he's still there now, but I think he's going to go back there if he was. All righty. And Harry, we had a great interview last week with Frank the Tank Fleming in that he kind of went off on two center field potential Mets players in particular. That was indeed, if you haven't checked out on the side retired TikTok yet, Darren Ruff and Tyler, as he referred to him as NyQuil. Tank didn't mention Tyler Naquin is actually a free agent right now. So I feel like, and Harry, back me up if you think this is true. We sort of have to make the prediction as the podcast that Tyler Naquin is going to be resigning with the New York Mets. And since I already said that Brandon Nimmo isn't returning to the Mets, I guess you can say I'm allying with Tank here and that Tyler Naquin is going to be an option for the New York Mets to be starting in center field come opening day. I really hope that's not true and they make a trade for Brian Reynolds. But Tyler Naquin is going to be with the New York Mets again next year. Jack, your final pick of the draft. I'm going to say Zach Britton returns to the Baltimore Orioles, a pen that was very strong last year. I think he's just going to – it's a team that's familiar with him. The Yankees seem like they're not going to bring him back. He spent almost the entirety of his career with those two teams. 
So I think that's the uh, the move that he uh, he likes to return home to a place he's familiar with. Harry, I think Chad Wallach, one of the premier catchers on the market, is going to sign with the St. Louis Cardinals. All righty, and David, the final pick of the draft, take us home. Who are you going with? And I'm why? I'm going to say that Brad Hand will go to the Atlanta Braves to help out with their bullpen in case they lose some guys. So I think Brad Hand is a good fit for them. All righty. So that concludes our draft. Of course, you can go to the Cider Tide website. It will also be on our Twitter and Instagram. We're going to do a free agency predictions bracket slash um, you can fill out a Google. Uh, I believe it's a Google form. Tell us where you believe a bunch of guys are going to be signed and traded to. If you fill that out and you have the most correct predictions, you will be hosting an episode with James, Jack and I in March. We recently had the Astros fan on that correctly predicted the Astros in her bracket to win the World Series. That was definitely a fun episode there. Fun episodes to come. Lots of offseason interviews. We will also be doing an episode where we will be doing trade predictions similar to this one, as well as other co-host James Tausig will be giving his free agency predictions. So unless there's anything else you guys want to leave us with, I'm getting nodding heads, shaking heads. I know we've been mentioned some other key free agents that I'm sure we'll get to throughout the rest of the offseason, including Taiwan Walker, Adam Frazier, Kyle Gibson, Jerickson Profar, Adam Duvall, Will Myers. There is, as we mentioned on our spreadsheet, over 300 free agents in baseball, tons of content coming out over the next couple of months. So until the next time, the side is retired.